space. What endless mystery. Look at it. Wow. Who do dare uncover its secrets? The brave crew of the starship Cavalier do dare to scout the heavens, to see some moons, to take a dangerous galaxy trip. This is the true story of them that voyage among, oh, these, those stars of space. Tonight's episode is Information War. Starring Tim Platt as Gilmer Lysander, Taylor Moore as Carboat Bin Laden, Christopher Hastings as Pluperno Ilion, and Joe Lepore as Everything and Everyone Else. sunny day on the suburb moon of Phoenicio 18, a charming satellite with beautiful parks, perfectly balanced climates, and flocks of beautiful sapphire cloudbirds flitting across the sky. A great place to raise your kids, if they're Corexian. Or Vermonters. That's right, we've crossed enemy lines. There, in a central square in the provincial capital, is a field office of the Corexian Ministry of Information. There, upstanding citizens come and go every day. In their off hours, good parents, leaders in the community, always stopping their star cars to let a pedestrian cross the sky street. In their working hours, spinning terrible lies to infect the minds of every good concilium citizen. If only someone could do something about it. The camera pans away, weird, but let's see where they go with it, and pushes in across the square at a little cafe. There, a CVA citizen sits reading a newspaper. But then, they lower the paper to sip their cafe latte, and we see none other than Gelmir Lysander. Gelmir Lysander, tall, lean, with a scar across his face. He's wearing a detective-style fedora and a trench coat or outside. He, as he lowers the paper and looks around, he takes a sip of his cafe latte. <sighs> a little too hot. They think it's just sweet enough to go down right. He turns back. Yes, he nods to someone in the distance. The camera keeps moving across the boulevard to a newspaper stand. There, a man lowers a large coffee, obscuring his face to look at a newspaper. And we see Bluperno Ilion, Vanguard Psy agent, also in disguise. Bluperno looks to we Earthlings listening to this transmission, looks to be a uh, just a big carp in a, a mobile aquarium on legs, basically. But he is, in fact, a silver carpifish, an alien species known for their psychic abilities. He peeks his little fish face out of his aquarium, sips his coffee, nods at Gilmar. Then, the camera makes a big pan all the way to another corner, where we pause at a Corexian vapory. And who's there in the shop window? Why, it's none other than the Cavalier's own vape salesman. Carboat Bin Laden. At your service in a vape store, Carboat is a member of a race called the Spake. To humans, they appear as a hybrid of snake and spider. They have a skin and a body that is snake-like, with a mouth and a number of eyes and arms that a spider love. They adore cybernetic implants, and in fact, we do see that Carboat Bin Laden, this to us, to us, would appear to be a sort of snake spider monstrosity is held aloft, not on the bottom part of a snake's body, but on sort of a, a nest of robotic, uh, razor-sharp robotic legs that go tink, tink, tink as they carry his visage around. Uh, he is also wearing a fedora and a trench coat that has been torn to shreds by his numerous ichor-dripping, sharp-taloned arms. He looks very awkward. Uh, he, does, he does not seem to know what's going on. 
And is this where the vapes are? The salesman uh, looks confused. Oh, yeah, they're they're all vapes. And oh. you know, vape cartridges. <laughs> ah, well, and you wouldn't happen to have a just a car for 17 cartridge here. Um, let me look in the back. Yes, of course. You go look in the back. And as the man, le as the Corexian leaves the counter and goes and looks in the back, uh, you see Carboat fiddle uh, with a little uh, mechanized thing in his uh, robotic uh, legs and pulls it up. Uh, fellas? Fellas? Yes. Carboat, reading you loud and clear. Gotcha, Carboat. What's up? Um, look, as I keep saying, this espionage thing is a little new to me. I'm not exactly sure what to do. Help a brother out, why don't you? Did you say a 13? No, I said a 13X. Oh. Or perhaps I should go to the other Tokable store. No, no, I've got more to, I, I'm not done. I'm freaking out a little bit, guys. It's okay, take a breath, take a breath, look. You're... I'm not a conciliation agent. I don't have your training. Hey, if you're on the Cavalier, then you gotta be one of us. So you got, you just have to roll through this man. Don't worry, you got this. You got Gelmir leading the way. Jeez, never actually really led a troop before. This is kind of crazy to me. If I do a good job, do you guys think? I mean, like, I mean... This is your first time? Yeah, I'm an explorer, not a commander. You know, like, I mean, I, this, I mean we got assigned to this, and I just felt like I sort of had to take charge of attitude, so I might as well... Try something new. I don't know. But look, all we need to do is get information, all right? I want to walk towards the Corexian Ministry of Information and try to see if we can sneak inside and get a whiff of what's going on with these fools. I understand your fear. I feel it so intensely. It rides on the air like so much evaporative evaporates. But let me do something that may set your heart at ease. I shall link my mind with the satellite's collective unconscious? Ooh, I feel everyone just a little bit, all at once. And, oh, no one on this satellite suspects this thing. At least not within uh, the approximately uh, 20 meters or so that we are occupying currently. Garbot, you are safe. In a characteristic fashion, Bluperno sticks out his tongue as he activates his telepathic abilities to connect with the subconscious of the moon. You hear that, Carboat? Right now, everyone's buying it. So just ask a little bit about uh, what you think about the Concilium. Maybe you heard something recently. Come talking. Oh, I found one! And the salesman comes back, carrying a little dusty but otherwise in good condition cartridge. I'll do my best, but you better have my back. What? Oh, nothing. Talking to myself about your selection of vapes and tokables. Nice. I ho hope this is hope this is all you desired. Mm. Unless you want to buy more things, I suppose. If if you if you desired more things, I'd happily sell them. I have come into very much of your currency recently, and of course, I do love a vape and assorted tokables. I could be talked into purchasing perhaps as many as you even have here. You want, you want my whole stock? No, I, I would need some convincing, but you seem like a sophisticated salesman of the highest order. I'll give you a 5% discount. <gasps> okay, you've got my attention. Wait, is it legal for you to give larger discounts here? What is the Empire's policy on retail of tokables? Empire? It's no empire. Fuck and the alliance. Carbo, 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 you're spiraling. Take a deep breath, take a deep breath. Remember, you're not <sighs> here to to get more stock for your store back on the ship. We're here to learn. Just say I that. Don't spend our entire per diem. Uh, re 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 repeat after me. Uh, yeah, Cardboat takes a deep breath, and it's terrifying looking. Uh, like weird holes that look like they were broken and stretched open. Uh, are they meant to be in his throat? We don't know. It's very terrifying, and there's like weird sort of green and black thing, liquid in there. It's, it's awful. Cardboat, repeat after me. Sorry, I'm just so excited about all the options you have. I'm terribly sorry, sir. Accept my apologies. It seems my excitement has gotten the better of me. I find myself enamored of your options. How many there are? 
I'm just made aware of how few options the Concilium has, and I'm so grateful to be somewhere where I can have the freedom of choice. Hey, you know, I was recently in the Concilium space and had such a terrible time. Uh, they only have two, max four kind of vapes and almost half as many tokables. Ah, here are the freedom, the options, ah, the choice that the Alliance brings. I'm a happy fellow. <laughs> All right, dude, so you just want the one, then? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, one's fine. It just makes, once again, I gotta say, man, I'm so grateful to be out of the Concilium. That place is crazy. I'm just so happy to be outside of Concilium. That place is crazy. Okay, okay, I don't care, alright? It's, you know, I'm What just do you like most about the Corexia of the Monster Alliance? Specifically their policies. What? I, I'm... They've... What's your least favorite troop movement? Nice, nice, nice. Keep going. You're in pocket right now, man. Listen, guy, I'm, I'm not... In, I, I don't care about all the politics stuff, okay? No, just me like, either. The... That's why it's fun to gossip up about it, you know? If things matter, we, we take them personal. But just chewing the fat. So this is seven ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the amount of currency you desire in exchange for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, perhaps I could trade services. No. no you no. have you don't want intelligence on that. I mean, I'm just, you know. Abort, carboard, blue sky carboard, engineering. Carboard, yes, carboard, carboard. I've got to go. My normal rectum is brimming with what you might understand as effluent. Ah, ta-da. Asshole. Yes, that's what I meant. Unfortunately, this thrilling scene could not continue, for the moment has come. It's time to enact your plan. It's time to invade the Ministry. You've rehearsed the plan for weeks. You know your movements. You've rehearsed. You're choreographed. You have this down to a T. You're a crack team. Nothing can stop you now. But then, as each of you look across the square, you notice a young Corexian woman in a cool leather jacket running away from a package she dropped in the square. Odd, but you've no time to spare on the misspent youths of Corexians. You've a cool spy plan to undertake. But you don't have long to think about it, because an explosion rocks the square! <laughs> Make a laser's roll! Uh, Blueberno's uh, score is a 2, and he rolled a 4. A failure. I rolled a 3, and, uh, well, my number's a 2. A failure. Carboat's number is a three. <laughs> Looks like we have a bunch of feely boys on this one. Uh, and I rolled a six, Joe. I failed bad. Total party kill. Have a nice night, everyone. For a moment, all your senses black out as you're knocked back by this explosion. Each of you. <laughs> After a moment, the smoke begins to clear you realize it wasn't an incendiary explosion. Sure, the windows of the vape shop were blown out, but besides a little broken glass, you're no worse for wear. And this fact is underlined by the... Is that real? Sandwiches falling from the sky. Yes, tiny little cheeseburgers. In the vanguard, you call them sliders, fall gracefully across the square. Emblazoned on the top of each bun is a brand depicting another cheeseburger. As you look across the plaza, you see pedestrians collecting themselves, all more or less unscathed, watching the burgers fall. Whatever this is, it's some kind of domestic political conflict you weren't briefed on. But even now, you hear the distant wailing of sirens. Perhaps it's time to regroup, or see where that one Corexian ran off to? See the lost Corexians are weird. Let us meet at the rendezvous point. Our plan is aborted for now. These burgers have made their own plans clear. I'm just a civilian. I've never done anything like this before. But I would perhaps say, Gilmer, that the fish psychic man is correct. Perhaps it's time to simply return to the rendezvous point and call this one a wash. Okay, this is why I should have had some practice being commander, because I'm getting too co conflicting information right here. Okay, so... No, we agree. No, no, we, we both agreed. We... <laughs> I agree. I just, I just, I just need a second. So, 
Yeah, executive decision. Let's go to the rendezvous point. All right. <laughs> After spirited debate, we cut to the rendezvous point. It's a large abandoned warehouse. Hasn't been occupied in maybe a decade. There are tarps and old crates and, and big chains that don't seem to connect to anything. But also, more recently added, a couple cool sports star cars and a, and a big computer screen and uh, some some other like like a like a couple tables with little gadgets. It's a it's a rendezvous point, a safe house, if you will. And it's cool. Did I mention it's cool? Our three heroes all enter from different sides, even though they basically came from the same place. Gelmir throws his newspaper on the table in the middle of the rendezvous point. He takes his hat and throws it on top of it too. He pulls the chair back, puts it between his legs, and slumps over it. He takes out the the vape that he had just bought uh, a few mu- a few weeks ago from Carbo and starts puffing away, blowing the smoke into the air. Rings that 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 uh, expand and smaller rings that shoot through it. Uh, he sighs. <sighs> First mission I'm commanding, I'm fucking ruining it. Sorry, guys. Uh, but we gotta solve this mystery. Bluperno's uh, the the metallic robotic legs of Bluperno's mobile aquarium makes his way over to one of the incredibly rare, gorgeous, fast cars in the garage, and he gets down on two knees and he starts changing a tire furiously. It is not your fault, Gelma. Some sort of mystery woman set off in a hamburger explosion. What are we to do? Yes, it's not your fault, Gelma. You can't win them all. And this is your first outing. Of course, no one expects a W. We're taking the old train home and there's no shame in it. Now tell me, does this sort of thing happen often? What would you say is the mission failure percent in the average concilium away teams? I don't know. I mean, I'm usually just an explorer. Wait, what did I say? Explorer. Explore. If I can't lead, maybe we'll explore. Where that woman went, blooper. You got a mind connection to the people around here, right? Were there, was, is there any psychic remnants you got from that woman with the baggage? Chris, make a feelings roll. Thank you. Uh, success. I rolled a four, which is great for a feelings boy. You try and hone in on the psychic signature of that mysterious woman you saw. It's hard. It's, it's clouded. But then it comes into clarity. That psychic signature is a lot closer than you were expecting. In fact, it seems like it's coming right towards you. I've locked on, and she's close. Everyone, be on your guard. Pretend we are merely... Uh, Janitor's here! Here? She's coming inside here to the rendezvous point? I believe so. Gelmir grabs the hat, puts it back on his head. He picks up the newspaper, opens it up. He mimes drinking a coffee. He's just minding his business. In the distance, you hear one of the warehouse doors uh, with a, you know, one of those big, heavy metal rolling doors swing open. And you hear light footsteps running through the various, you know, warehouse puddles and the echoing off the uh, distant walls. Then they stop. Hey, uh, fellow janitors, what's a four letter word that means? To perform in silence, yet communicating through gesture and face. Mop. Mop? Ah, I guess I got mops on the brain. Being a janitor and all. My first guess would have to be broom. But upon further inspection, I know it's too many letters. But one of them is correct. The letter M. So correct, I must repeat it twice in this four-letter word. It is, of course, ma'am. Let me check. M. I. Um, hey, you got it! Uh, Gelmir theatrically throws his uh, newspaper on the... If I was in the business of grading ruses, I would give this one an A+, no notes. But I'm not. So instead, I'll let you know that the ruse will have to come to a pause because suddenly the lights cut out. Huh? Ah, where's my mop? Can each of you make a laser's roll? Bluperno, make a prepared laser's roll. Uh, thank you so much. It will be two rows of a bad dice. I am so sure. Ah, Carboat has rolled his number. Wow. A Gel- double fair for Bluperno. Gelmir has rolled a one. Wow, okay. Uh, Carboat, would you like to ask me a question? 
Ooh, my question is. That is, after all, a laser feelings role. Let's it not is forget. a laser feelings role. So I get to ask a question. Uh, and my question is, can, well, I shouldn't say, we, can Gelmeyer trust the character who has just entered the Rendezvous Point warehouse? Can Gelmeyer mm. trust them? Yes. Have Where their interests align. Hello? Who's there? Did uh, someone turn off the lights? It's going to be a problem to clean if I don't have any lights to see what I'm cleaning or how clean the thing I'm, I, I, how clean it gets. You know, I won't really know how to clean it more. I'm a normal janitor, you see, corrects you by birth. I share his concerns. Uh, a leg swings just inches from Gelmeyer's face. Jeez Louise. Then another leg kicks down onto Blue Burno's head. <laughs> Suddenly, these dangerous limbs are turned to Carbo Bin Laden. But then what happens? Carbo's spake senses kick in, uh, and he just immediately echolocates. Can't always use it, but it happens sometimes. Uh, he ec- it's, like how, it's like how sometimes when something drops off the countertop next to you, you are like lightning fast and catch it without thinking, but other times you miss it. That's the way it is with Carbo. And But this time... <laughs> He, get, he, he catches it, uh, and he reaches up, and one of his pincer-like hands, slam, snatch. This isn't a mop. It's a leg. A leg thrown at me in malice. <laughs> Let me go. I will, if you tell us who you are. Fine. And the figure you're holding takes out a, uh, like a light stick and cracks it, illuminating the space once more. And you see, it is indeed that Corexian woman you saw earlier in the day. My name is Trinita. Trinita Thompson. City laws, you are the beggar bomber. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. I do not have to tap your mind to know that you are lying. It is pointless. We are all liars here. It is a liar's garage. And I guarantee you, Fräulein, we have ways of making you tell us exactly what we'd like to know. I mean, um, I watched a tutorial before I came down, just randomly. I think I have a top ten, some pro tips. Actually, you know, I'm a, I'm inexperienced in this matter. Carbo, it's okay. We know you're scared because you're first time on a mission. All right, you don't need to prove anything to us. I mean, not Carboat. Bobble. Chemical. That's name. Chemical Allison. Right, Chemical Allison. My bad, Trinita. I'm such an idiot. My name's Club Soda, and I'm Mr. Forgetful. Yeah, that's it. Mr. Forgetful. I always forget stuff here and there. Thank goodness my coworkers help me uh, clean stuff. Now, what did you do with those car, uh, the, uh, burgers? Almost forgot. So you're all secret police, then. I guess it will be off to one of the Corexian Vermont Alliance's many comprehensive and holistic rehabilitation programs for me. Yeah, not that comprehensive. I mean, I've heard. They're extremely comprehensive. We all know that. She looks at Gelmeyer with a piercing stare. Gelmeyer, you're taken aback. This woman is fierce, passionate, different. Uh, hey, we don't have to go there. <clears throat> if um, you give us the uh, information we need, and maybe we can work out a deal or something. What do you want? I'm not going to turn in one of my friends. Well, maybe you can help us out with a little pet project. Uh, so we janitors who are... Uh, I know you're not janitors. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. All right, yeah. Then how do you explain how clean this car is? Luperno gestures towards the average cleaned car. Did, did you wash it yourself? Yes, I did. Do janitors normally wash cars? We wash everything. We janit. I don't buy it. My name is Fishlips Bordell. I am a janitor. And if I'm not so good at it, I think it is unfair of you to call me out as a terrorist, as a bomber. And Bluperno tries to reach out with his mind and just like maybe crank up the dials on our, our little terrorist friend's uh, empathy dials and maybe like make her feel a little bit of guilt. She came into their space, he's putting into her mind. Who is she to be asking the questions? They should be asking the questions. Blue Perno, make a feelings roll. Yes, of course. I knew what I was getting into. A three is success. 
you see a slight change, even held upside down by Carboat, you see a slight change in her posture. She relaxes a little and sighs and says, Fine, I'll, I'll tell you what I can. Yes, perhaps our interests are not as misaligned as you think. Maybe we janitors and bombers could uh, work together. Work together? You aren't part of the government? Of course we are. We are janitors, and janitors I'm are so hard confused. What are you? We can work for the government, but we can also be, uh, 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 how you say, how you say, disgruntled? Yes, we're also displeased with the current Gregsian administration. Perhaps we could intertwine our interests and help you. Uh, now, would this burger bomb you set off have anything to do with the recently planned propaganda campaign that's originating here on this moon? You're a... You're a, you're a janitorial fifth column? Yes. Yes. Well, you got, uh, uh, I mean, yes. You probably saw the sliders in the square. Why, yes, I'm with the Corexian carnivores. Uh, of course, of course. The CC. But the Corexian Vermont Alliance is infamously vegetarian. Yes, and... I was making a statement because they're they're planning a huge rollout of a new campaign. A new campaign focused on plant-forward diets. Oh no. But that would no. But that would compromise everyone's individual choice to eat what they want when they want. What's or best with their own body? To eat a diet primarily composed of meat. I mean, I guess you could do that though. That honestly the health factor of that is pretty bad too, you know. It's like you could have a balanced diet personally. Oh, you're telling me I'm not healthy? No, I'm just saying, no. No, I'm not telling you anything. I don't even know you, really. I'm just saying that, like... No, you don't. Okay, well, you don't know me, so maybe you can chill out, too, you know? I thought you were a leader. Oh, and You he seemed is. like a leader. He is! Yeah, I, yeah. He is! Yeah, Carl. Aren't you Aren't you? Yeah, I am a leader. And I'm going to lead you to another question. What the fuck does all that have to do with the concilium? I don't... I don't know. What? What? Who's talking about the concilium? We've well, been I those... think my friend here is confused because, of course, the concilium famously uses meat to power all of their food replicators. There's, there's, been, there's been information coming out of the Correction Ministry of Information that is anti-concilium. Also, information that has come out that is pro vegetarian we're, we're, we feel like somehow they may be aligned but what would the Corexian what would the Corexian Vermont Ministry of Information even want with a second rate empire like the Concilium that's what we're wondering we hate it when our government wastes time and wasting time with those fucking idiots the Concilium pisses me off they're so stupid we should spend more of our time doing stuff like for us and not like even care about them it's like a little pet peeve of mine i know it's dumb but like it's i hate it so much kind of like a pet peeve like you have about the whole vegetarian stuff you're right i've never seen it put so well you are a leader why are you laughing Garbo? oh uh i just i think it's funny how sad and weak the Corexian Vermont Alliance administration is to need to convince their own people to fight the Concilium by telling them that the Concilium are carnivores. It's a transparent play to the basest instincts. Do you think you could let me down? Mm, I can think about it. What do you say, leader? Um, put her down. Carboat opens his pincer. And she drops unceremoniously to the puddled warehouse floor. She gets up, dusts herself off. Thanks, I guess. Denada. Listen, I don't know, but I agree. If they're telling, if they're telling Corexians to cut meat from their diet, or if they're telling anyone to cut meat from their diet, it's wrong and a waste of resources, and it should be stopped. Are you planning something? It seems it's um, perhaps once I uh, enjoyed. A, a chicken pot pie. And I, I said to myself, why should I only have this once in my life? 
I will destroy vegetarianism, even though I'm a lowly janitor. So yes, yes, we are, we are aligned. I want to eat meat, I crave meat. In the distance, a siren wails. Trinita whips her head around. There's no time, they're on to me, I have to go. And you'll go with us. Take us to the rest of your revolutionary group. If we like them, perhaps we can follow your supplies and weapons. Fund your little escapade against the powers that be. We never meet in one place for too long, and never in great well, numbers. Well, it'll be a short meeting. Let me help you, though. <laughs> and she hands out three... Oh, come on, I want to meet everybody and hear the names and get descriptions of them physicalities. I have to go, but take these. And she whips out three forged identicards. <laughs> Oh, very resourceful, madame. Thank you. I don't know why I trust you, but for some reason I feel so much more open to you. But take these. They can get you in through the first level of security at the Ministry of Information. After that, it's up to you. A fake ID? Why pretending to be someone else would be unethical? You're not janitors. I know that. She takes Gelmeyer's face in her hands. But for some reason... I believe in you. I'm engaged, just so you know. What? I'm just so you know, I'm engaged. I can just I have to go. Yeah, I can and just, she runs off I, into the night. Did why you get the wrong idea? Felt that, felt it too, but she cut it off right now, just so you know. Ooh. Powerful woman. Boys. You've got tickets into the Ministry of Information. Let's do this. Come on together. We'll explore the Ministry of Information. Alright? And that's where I can be really of help. Gelmer, of course you are the leader, but may I make a suggestion? As someone who has been on dozens of espionage missions? Yeah, man, go for it. We should flee the sound of authorities immediately. Right, okay, let me just do a little... I have no experience, but just on first principles, I have to agree with Blipperino. Look, you two will give me conflicting information. I just have to trust my gut and make an executive decision. And that decision is... Let's get out of here! Gummy uh, uh, looks around, he looks around, sees the exit, he, he starts to run towards it, but then... What the heck is he doing? There's some kind of clean cars right next to him. He jumps into the front seat, opens the back door and says, I'm waiting. Well, I just what the leader ordered, some exquisite transportation for us. I will get in the car. Buckle up. You're going to need it. Those tires squeal, not just with Gelmeyer's voice, but with real sound effects. (laughs) As this souped-up Toyotron Cameron wheels out of the warehouse into the night. The tire squealing continues. It's a car chase. You weave through the streets of Phoenicia 18, which are quite wide. As we mentioned, this is the suburb moon as those distant sirens take shape. Cop cars, and they're chasing you. I should warn you too that the spake my species are infamous for not being well suited to fast speed. Travel. Here, take this. He throws back one of his vapes. Take a few puffs, it will calm your nerves. Vaping. I know this. And in the in the rapid uh, back and forth of the car whipping and turning and screeching around all these corners, the uh, lid to Bluperno's mobile aquarium has fallen off and his water is splashing everywhere. And in a panic, he's grabbing at it and he's trying to pull the water back in. Hey, Gilma, I... You had to be a spoiled sport, but I, I, there is a certain amount of water that I require to remain stationary around my body, and your driving is not acquiescing to that requirement. I am so sorry to say. Jeez, do I have to do everything myself? Gelmir pushes the ignition down and goes even faster. Faster, faster, he starts zooming in between cars, in and out, distracting anyone who might be around him. And then, as he sees a turn, he screech! He uh, presses brake to let this to glide around the cars, and then 
put in the position to be in the turn where he goes straight because now he's made that turn. <laughs> faster and faster and faster he drives. Yes, in fact, in this moment, Gelmeyer is channeling some of the innate talent that his dear fiance Meredith has for being behind the wheel. Gelmeyer, can you make a prepared feelings roll to see if you can make this uh, drifting turn? Intrepid listeners should listen to Bride and Vroom for the context and background of God's comments. Yeah, two sixes. So great, two successes. With a talent you didn't know you have, you break into that turn, deftly avoiding the other traffic, and zoom off in another direction. Those cop cars are struggling to keep up. Damn, I'm going too fast! I'm going to, I'm going to expel many of my young! Kelmai! Kelmai, you are traveling so fast! Your mind goes back to how you got into this mess to begin with. We fade from this tense action set piece back to more serene, familiar surroundings. That's right, a simple hallway aboard the CSS Cavalier. It's a quiet hallway, nighttime hours, not too many people around. Over there, next to the library, is a little red box. Unassuming, what's it labeled? Why, the suggestion box. It's where Vanguard officers can drop little ideas for improving the run of the ship without drawing a superior officer's ire. Young, intrepid Gelmir Lysander happens to be coming down this hall, minding his own business, probably coming from a late-night editing session at the paper. But he looks up and sees, what's this? Someone at the suggestion box? Gilmar rubs his weary head. He's been up late trying to answer questions from his, uh, his Ask Gelmar column at the Cavalier newspaper. Uh, he was really stuck in this one about like uh, a kid who doesn't want to invite his uh, mom to his birthday because he's like tired of his mom always babying him. But the kid is like going to be turning three. And so it's like he wants to respect that kid's wishes, but also like your thing, baby, your mommy's got to go. Anyways, he wasn't able to figure out an answer when he looks up and sees Carboat. Oh, um, um, uh, oh, 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 is this, uh, am I saying this correctly, Gilmer? Uh, commander Lysander, uh, pardon me. I know I'm not a commander, I'm just a simple explorer, but... Uh, oh, yes, now that I think about it, I recognize your face. You know what, I... Oh, I was, I was wondering, could you tell me, there's a pleasure dome aboard the Cavalier, is it there? I mean, which way could it be for me? I'm, I'm a bit lost, you see. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to take you to the Baron's Pleasure Dome. Uh, do you have any buccarinos, though? No buccarinos. <laughs> <that kind> of <laughs> pleasure. Not yet, but I, perhaps I'll, I'll try my hand at some um, uh, white jack. <laughs> <laughs> white John. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It's only my first month here aboard the Cavalier, and it's so nice to meet a friendly face. Oh, of course, hey, but look, one month here, you already have suggestions. Oh, <laughs> is that what that was? I was I was merely throwing away some old cigars. Oh, really? We don't want that to mess up the other suggestions. Here, let me get that oh, bit out. suggestion box? Yeah, let me get out the cigar that you put in so it doesn't oh, burn the other ones. Oh, just like my cigar trash can. Gelmir, you notice that Carboat isn't holding cigars. He's holding a data rod. What you do with that data rod? Wait a minute. I thought this was a cigar. You know, <laughs> it's been a tough couple of days. You know, it's, 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 here's, here's what happened. You know, I'm taking over the old uh, vape and tokable store um, on the ship uh, because the crew member who ran it died, I'm so sorry to say. Um, and you know, it's just tough. I'm working a lot of late nights, and I seem to have confused a data stick with one of my, um, you know, uh, cigars. Glad that you didn't smoke it. I don't want to get high on information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. Sometimes we all act a little weird right, when it gets a little too late. Here, uh, let me take you back to where you have to go. You know what? Actually, I think I probably should put this in the suggestion box. You know, I mean, even if it's only for a, a bit, for a goof. 
Gelmir, make a feelings roll for me. Laser feelings. Awesome. Uh, Gelmir, do you want to ask me a question? What does Gelmir need to do to handle Carboat's intentions? Gelmir needs to let Carboat have his illusion. Even if even if he suspects there's more than meets the eye. All right, man. You know what? Have your fun. I get it. It's fun to be a part of a ship. It's fun to be a part of a, well, community. And once you put that in, I want you to help me with something. I've always wanted to smoke something, but I love flavor. But I've never, but can flavor and smoke ever coexist? Oh, you're entering a world of pleasure. Can vape and flavor coexist? I'd say they're inseparable. You simply must come by kids' menus. Vape and tokables. Just, just a few doors down from Baudelaire's Pleasure Dome. Let's do it, pal. <laughs> oh, but first, let me just put the status deck. I thought it was a cigar in the thing that I thought was the trash can, the suggestion box. <laughs> Dude, you are crazy. I am. Methinks you will enjoy this ship upon thy morrow. <laughs> Sorry. And methinks you have mint chocolate chip vape written all over you. Mint chocolate chip? Whoa, that's my favorite ice cream. Slam cut back to the car chase as the Toyotron Cameron whizzes past an ice cream shop. Apparently, Corexians enjoy frozen dairy treats too? There's no time to worry about that. You're on a chase still. Oh, 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 a puddle of my young. It's okay, this happens to us all the time. Young are blindly crawling all over the interior of the car. Quick, Gelmeyer, there's oncoming traffic. What do you do? He pulls the wheel back, shooting himself over the oncoming traffic. Yes, of course, every Toyotron Cameron is equipped with extreme hydraulics. Yes. Without even having to make a roll, you activate those and and with a with a jet boost power yourself over some oncoming 18 wheelers and as you sail through the Phoenician night sky you think back to when blue perno entered the picture and we fade once more to the cavalier to the office of psi agent blue perno leon seated in front of him are none other than Gelmir Lysander and Carboat Bin Laden. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me in my office. I will give you a moment of honesty. It is my people's way to understand the advantage that we have, that um, we silver copper fish can constantly read your minds and your intentions, and you cannot the other way. So we practice a radical honesty. In the radical honesty, I must say to you that I am deeply tired of using my psychic brain probing abilities to help in freelancing, uh, marriage counseling, legal negotiations. And I am so thrilled that you too have brought me genuine espionage, which is what I have tried to operate in. I certainly have nothing to do with any espionage, but you know, I am but a simple vape and tokable salesman. It's just, I just, it just so happens that an old friend thought perhaps I could pass some information along to Concilium Command. I didn't even know what was on the data stick. Luperno's fat fish tongue lolls out of his mouth threateningly. Cabot, do you think you can lie to me? Bluperno, you attempt to enter Carboat Bin Laden's mind and get a better sense of what exactly is going on here. Carboat, do you want to describe what Bluperno experiences when he tries to probe your mind? You see a human adult man doing a herky-jerky dance. <laughs> But every couple of seconds, he stops and vomits forth a big, like, green slime pool of uh, spaked young. You would recognize this as a psychic defense technique that is taught only amongst the upper echelon of the intelligent services of the Spacebird Tectopia. Blue Perno retreats. What? Why do you look like that? 
I have seen enough. You do not need to tell me the specifics, but your defenses tell me so much more. Oh, oh, no, no, don't you see? See, before I jumped on the Cavalier, it's a bit of a stowaway, but legal, I promise. <laughs> well, you see, I was, uh, but yet again, a humble vape and tokable salesman on a ship in the spaceboat Tectopia. Unfortunately, the entire Tectopia voted consensus to go non-smoking, and so they left me at the space station where I was found by the Cavalier. Um... I picked up a few talents, of course, during my time in the Tectopia, but I promise you nothing interesting here other than what flavor or degree of mango you want in your vapable glycerin. This may be, well, besides, oh, sorry, uh, this may oh, be yeah. besides the point. It just really pisses me off that any culture limits the amount of choice we have from what we put in our body. That's all. No, I'm it's terrible, isn't it? They call it a Tectopia, but perhaps it's a dystectopia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that one right. <laughs> When he says dystectopia, his <laughs> one of his robot legs reaches up and stabs him in the abdomen. Oh, whoopsie! My bad. I thought there was a bug on me. All right, so while Carboat is yammering on in, in what Bluperno recognizes as, you know, a, a very clear lie, Bluperno blinks his big wet fish eyes over at Gelmire and lets his little psychic tongue peek out from his fish lips ever so slightly. And Gelmar, you hear Luperno's voice in your mind. Gelmar, I do not know how experienced you are in the art of espionage, but this cardboard bin Laden has something to hide, but also perhaps has something to benefit us in the vanguard. We must play close to the vest, but also you must act as our leader. Do you have it in you? Gelmir nods, but then realizes he's communicated something. So then he sort of leans back and just looks around the room like he's looking around the room. Then makes that kind of thing again, nods, realizes he probably shouldn't make that eye contact, but sort of like uh, looks around like he dropped something on the floor, but looks up and sort of like uh, begins to wink, but then stops and then sort of is moving back and forth in the zoo, makes like really direct eye contact, like very, very clear direct eye contact, almost like eyes really open, and then sort of leans back and goes, yeah, great meeting. <laughs> great meeting. Gilma, we are engaged in a mind meld. Just think as hard as you can, and I will hear it. You don't have to talk. All I have heard is your thoughts about how terrified you are to speak these sentences. Just says them to me in your mind. Well, I can speak in my mind. It's sort of like writing, except, hmm, uh, well, I guess it's not like writing. Yeah, I can do what you want, man. I'm, I'm not really like a natural leader, but I guess explorers have to lead themselves sometimes. So why not I just open up that uh, umbrella a little bit more and let more people under the guidance of Gelmir's amazing techniques? Yes, and now you should say something, as you've been quiet for a suspiciously long time. Speaking of um, vape flavors, I think I'm sort of tired of the of the mint chocolate chip. Maybe we could do something a little more... Um, uh, Talkable? I figure you for a cigarillo boy. Cigarillo? I don't know if Meredith would like that smell uh, wafting from my clothes. Maybe oh, so we let our fiancés tell us what to do in the concilium. Interesting. They'd never allow that in the space bird detectopia. Don't you dare fucking give me bullshit about how me and my wife communicate. And don't you dare try to extrapolate our relationship as a cultural thing. I am not influenced by culture. My relationship is, a, is an original, special thing that has not been affected by any cultures, good or bad. All right, pal? So you got a problem with me, you got a problem with me. That's the most cigarillo thing I've ever seen. You simply must come by, Gelma. Anyway, I'll be seeing you both around later, I suppose. Good luck on your mission. Gilma, he must come along with us. We have to know the full story. Actually, Carboat, my uh, first act as leader of this mission is, uh, I think it's time you earned your keep here. Come on board. Come help us out. You'll get to know us. You'll get to know the way things are done around here, and uh, then you'll go back to your shop. I don't have any training in the field, espionage, or how to do anything. I've never seen anything like this. 
I'm just a civilian, but on the other hand, it could be an incredible opportunity to learn about where the Corexian Vermont Alliance, the Concilium, your place within the Gilmire, and Agent Blooperino, what exactly is it that you do? I am a Psy agent of the Jean Grey Guild of Telepathists. Ah, yes. Never heard of you before. Wouldn't know anything about it. But it's fascinating. Yes, I'll go, albeit reluctantly. We cut back, and that car is now in the middle of its arc, and now it begins its descent back, back to the surface. Oh, good. I thought we were going to go up forever. I heard of being decent, but being in descent? Fucking fireworks! Kachoom! Kachoom! Navy cannons fucking going off! As he's going down, he, he did it! Da, 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 Perfect timing, because you see up ahead, what's that at the intersection? A big parade. Gilner, steer for that parade. Perhaps we can blend in, or at the very least case, we'll take out the pedestrians. Um, Blue Perno is rapidly counting the number of onlookers of the parade. And he thinks, I can do it. And he shuts his big bloopy eyes and sticks out his disgusting tongue and places a collective illusion in the minds of all the onlookers of the parade, turning our speedy little car into a parade float that has Charlie Brown and Garfield dancing together uh, to Michael Jackson songs. Gelmir slows down the car uh, so it so it stops drawing so much attention and pulls right behind the parade, joining it. He takes out a cigarillo, lights it. <sighs> this is a confidence game. Gelmir, make a, make a feelings roll for me. Six. Some of the onlookers are surprised to see you zoom into the flow of the parade, but everyone turns around and says to each other, Oh, cool car. It's not enough. I have to make a big foam-headed Dilbert come out and also dance to Don't Stop Until You Get In Half. Okay, boys. Now what? Gilma, I can no longer assist you on this mission, my Concentration is so dedicated to the illusion of a perfect parade float in the mind of all these people. It is up to you to lead, to decide. Luckily, you do notice, back in the distance, those cop cars reach the parade, but they're blocked by the onlookers. They can't get through. It seems you've evaded their chase. <sighs> all right. So a, a one, we cut. We cut to the cop cars. One of the cops slams his fist on the on the steering wheel. God damn it! We lost him. And but his partner points and says, "But look, Garfield and Charlie Brown and Dilbert." Uh, a third cop in the back seat on a ride along points too and says, "And Dilbert." <laughs> he did a summer abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's worth it. Hey, they drive away. (laughs) I've been in some close ones, or at least I've heard tales of some, and that appears to be what I've heard of being in one. A close one, I mean. Oh, good job, Gilda. The sophistication and daring do of a true leader. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I really do have a leadership skill in me. Maybe I don't need to be an explorer. Maybe I... Maybe I'm fit for command. You can be both and not exclusive categories. No, no, no. <laughs> you got a lot to learn about the Vanguard. You pick your role and you stick to it. Oh, is that how it works? A Lysander changing their role? It's never been done. What would Meredith say? I should write some of this down. Just so I get it for myself. Uh, don't worry, I'll write I down. remember things. I'll write it down for you later if you need to help oh, remind me. Oh, great. And a handwriting sample would be good. He reaches in his back pocket. He uh, takes out a, a, a draft of this letter. He could not figure out what to tell this three-year-old kid about his mom for his birthday and threw it back. Oh, this is fantastic. Thank you. We fade from this parade where, let's admit it, a huge success for our party and turn now to the lobby of the Ministry of Information. 
there's quite a bit of cleanup going on, you know? Recently, the whole space was littered with cheeseburgers. A few more janitors than normal are about. You can't help but notice that it's a beautiful rustic space, clearly designed by an architect from the Vermont School. Huge oak beams crisscross a vaulted ceiling, where a beautiful chandelier made from antlers hangs. The seal of the Ministry of Information looms over the room in the far wall, with its motto, You've got to believe us, emblazoned on the bottom. <laughs> you gotta believe us. In the center of the room is a security desk, where an officer and an identity scanner wait to let visitors in. Wait, describe the little check-in desk again a little bit. This is a huge room. Think like, you know, it's like a, this is a big ministry. This is, the room is like almost airport terminal sized. Or it's like if you've ever been in one of those, you know, like, like the, uh, like a skyscraper in Midtown where like a JP Morgan is. It's a huge space with one tiny little desk that's like very clean marble and one guy at it and one little security check-in. But a huge space that should, you know, it should be used for more useful purposes, but it's just a big lobby. Well, a giant snake-spider hybrid on sharp robot legs approaching the check-in. Hello, my good man, and good afternoon to you. What did you, what, what, what's a parade outside? Did you see the parade? What was your favorite balloon? Are you a big deal bear fan? I really like that one of Marge and Bart in an embrace. Oh, it's so sweet. The show's really funny, but also it's got a lot of heart. It's taken so many turns. Oh, I think it's the best it's ever been. Who could deny? Thank God they finally started cloning all those writers. Oh, thank God indeed. And I wish them all long lives. <laughs> I will just be going on our way. Oh, my God, I almost forgot. I go in and out in so many of these buildings a day. Here, my ID card. Allison. Chemical Allison. Uh, okay, let me just scan it here. He scans the card. He's waiting. Oh, He's waiting. real quick, what's the date? I'm trying to sign in, and I, what's the date today? Oh, it's the, it's the, uh, it's the 31st. Oh, fantastic. Great, Wait, thank no, you. Wait, no, sorry, sorry, that was yesterday, it's the 32nd. Oh, the 32nd, yes, how could I forget? We added the extra day. June's never been better. Bottom of the joke, do you? <laughs> bye bye. Oh, People wait, don't my say God. that enough anymore. Bottom of the June to you. Bottom of the to you. It's a war on June, is what it is. People are saying this more and more. Okay. Oh, we don't have to go. You know. I mean. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, he takes the card. All right. Go on. Go on. Ah, thanks. And there with me. Okay. Well, they need to sign in too. Oh, of course. Hey, how you doing? Soda, club soda. Yeah, just out there watching that uh, that parade. So interesting, you know, the way the iconography really speaks to our shared culture. It's just so fascinating to me, you know? Yeah, I love our shared culture. What we choose to memorialize and celebrate, it says a lot about us, you know? It's nice. It impacts all of us, whether we admit it or not. Oh, I agree. I admit a it. Unavoidable. Yeah, I admit it, you know? I hate when people are like, you know, I have not been... Culture, I am separate from culture. You know, I am an individual. Oh, wow. Maybe I'm a hypocrite. Hey, sorry, I'm thinking about my own shit with my relationship. You see, I've always thought- Can I see your identity card? Here you go. As I was saying, I've always thought that my relationship is sort of separate from culture itself. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my relationship isn't formed by culture. He scans it. He's waiting. He's waiting. Sorry, what were you saying? I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, I'm just shooting my ass off. Maybe I had, I had one too many spiked lemonades out there. <laughs> are you, are you drunk? Oh, no, I had one. Oh, okay. But maybe that was too many. You know, the sun, probably. The sun, the sun, the spiked lemonade, so. Soda, can you please hurry up? The Viceroy is expecting us any moment. Yeah, move along, please. And Blueperno has done this before. He just hands over his card, gives him a little nod. It's not a big deal. The guard is waiting, waiting, and then frowns. Sorry, um, this scan didn't go through. Let me try it again. He scans your card again. He's waiting. He's waiting. It's weird. It's, I don't know. It's like there's a uh, an encoding problem or something. I'm not getting anything off this card. And yet, Luperno's tongue wags out his mouth just a little bit. And like a layer in Photoshop creates the illusion in this guard's mind that the right information is on top of the computer screen covering up 
where it's showing there's an error. Luperno, can you make a feelings roll? I rolled a five, which is a success. Oh, yeah, I don't know why I was, wasn't was seeing it earlier. Uh, go ahead. You all manage to pass through and make your way to the televators. You see the list of floors spelled out with a variety of different names of departments, but one sticks out to you. Floor seven, external communications. Uh, Gelmir presses uh, the button for floor seven. Well done, Gelmir. You must have done your research on the Corexian administration. That's the name they give the propaganda manufacturing wing. <laughs> wow. Guess you really do know a lot about stuff that you pretend not to know about. Oh, I just hear people talk in the hallways and the bulkheads and the Christmas tubes and the vape stores, you know. I guess I do. Come on. He steps into the elevator. With a characteristic flash, you're quickly teleported from floor one all the way up to floor seven. Ow! External communications. It's a very typical office space. Neon lights, rows of cubicles. The only difference from a Vanguard office are the potted pine trees dotting the space. In a far corner, you see a conference space labeled War Room. And immediately behind you appears Carboat Bin Laden. Ow! This must be... This is the core of what we are to do here. We are on such a risky mission, so deep in this space. One has to sniff out the propaganda to appreciate this opportunity to snuff it out again. Gamir looks around. Uh, is there anything that, he, uh, that is sort of catching him as important? Well, you know, definitely that war room. Um it's pretty late. There aren't too many employees around, but you see a few walk out of that room uh, and they seem pretty excited. He turns back to his crew and uh, gestures his head towards the war room and starts walking. And Carboat turns and gestures his head uh, back to the war room to Luperno. Uh, of course, thank you for your guidance. Uh, well, of course, I nodded my head because I know you can't read my mind. That must drive you simply mad. No, I can't read everyone's mind. It's fine. Thank you it's for your guidance. Fine. Oh, you're welcome anytime. Luperno connects to Gelmire and he says, He's trying something. He's trying to get under my skin. I was in. <laughs> the game is afoot. I gotcha. Play your little game, my chess master. Play on like the master chess chess player you are. Use the powers of chess in your brain. Destroy anyone who tries to confront you. Moving pawn, queen, rook, and knight. You enter the war room and are shocked by what you see. Mock-ups of giant billboards reading, Meat, part of a balanced diet? Images of wheat entering a food printer on one end and coming out the other as plump bell peppers. Slickly designed pamphlets explaining that using plant matter is actually 30% more efficient than using meat to food print. This is a full-scale operation. Its target, you see it written on a whiteboard. The Concilium. Ha! It seems that all of Trinita's warnings were true. You are right, Gilmer. The vegetarian versus carnivore campaign is meant to drum up opposition to the Concilium within the Corexian Empire. That means their hold on the civilian population must be slipping. But the Concilium isn't exclusively meat-eaters. It's all about choice. Personal choice. Well, I'm just a vape salesman, but before I joined the Cavalier, I heard tale that the Concilium food printers all use meat. So regardless of what you're eating, you're meeting. Wait, so that's not personal choice. Maybe that is a problem. Are we on the wrong side? No! Jesus! I'm just thinking out loud here. Kelma, now is not the time to confront a question of where your personal nutrients come from. You see, as a life form, you can only be sustained by other life, whether it is plant, mammal, or mineral. Three options, three ways into converting matter into protein in your body and the concilium has figured out the most efficient way gigantic spice creatures converted into whatever you want be it milk or be it butter and as terrible as it is i must agree with the man in the tank 
The Concilium's method is regarded as one of the most efficient in the Quadrant. Wow. Look at you two. Leading me. The tables have turned. <laughs> no, we are but simple advisors. And I am a highly ranked espionage operative. I make no secret of it. What a pair we make. You, the highly ranked espionage operative, and I, the vape salesman. Yes, of course, and we believe each other implicitly. Why do we zoom into Carbo's head, past the herky-jerky man, and he goes, What, is he not a highly placed intelligence officer? Fuck, fuck, oh fuck, what game is he playing? What possible six-dimensional chess move is he trying to work on me now? Wait, but if he's not, why would he care? But if he is, why would he not? All right, we zoom into Blue Perno's mind of a memory of being dressed down by a higher-ranked Psy agent. Blue Perno, you will never be a good psychic fish. You are nothing more than a marriage counselor who can read base emotions. You try to be a spy and you will fail. Zoom back out. Carboat is flipping through more of the promotional materials. This is some of the best propaganda I've ever seen. Of course, I've heard stories about propaganda. This is the best propaganda I've ever heard stories about. If this makes it to the Corexian public, uh, they'll drum up so much support for the war against the Concilium. They'll be unstoppable. The Concilium will be star ash by next space quarter. This is crazy. We have to get this information back to the Concilium. That way, we can create counter-propaganda to stop these guys before they had a chance to corrupt any simple minds. But we can only use the teleporters back at the rendezvous point. Well, it's, uh, it's tough. It's tough being a spy. I think we can do it. You're right. We're unstoppable. Not even God himself could stop us now. And then we zoom into the mind of the army lieutenant massing his troops just outside the war room, ready to apprehend our three heroes. He thinks, ha-ha, I've got them. They've got no chance to escape. And then he enters the room. What adventure lies next amongst these, those stars of space? Oh, these, those stars of space, stars Ali Fisher, Branson Reese, Carly Minardo, Christopher Hastings, Taylor Moore, Tim Platt, and Joe Lepore as everything and everyone else. Produced by Joe Lepore and Taylor Moore at Fortunate Horse, our theme and additional music is composed by Huge Today. See you next time, Cosmic Voyagers, for another story from Oh These, Those Stars of Space. Oh,